Hi, welcome to the Tuesday Afternoon Podcast with Ben and Wren. In a time when we are learning to lean more on each other, we are doing this because we want to explore ways to live out our faith every day, even on a beautifully ordinary Tuesday afternoon. Hi, and welcome to the Tuesday Afternoon Podcast with Ben and Wren. I'm Wren. And uh, hey there, I'm Ben. We're glad you are joining us this week for a special episode. A very, in that, a very special episode. I mean, afternoon. <laughs> <laughs> as, as of July 14th, which is the day this will actually come out, mm-hmm. we will have been doing this podcast for a year. A whole year. Shoot. Did you expect that, Ren? I don't, I don't know. I don't know. I, I'm having a hard time believing it's been a whole year. I mean, what a year it's been. And yep. uh, it's in a lot of ways, it's gone by really, really quickly. And then in other ways, it's sort of, it's like time has stood still in certain mm-hmm. ways <laughs> because there are a lot of things that I think about. Um, oh, we did that last year and last year was 2019. When I think about it in my head, yep. like the last time I had Christmas with my family or the last time we went to this concert, those kinds of things. So in that way, it's kind of, it's just hard to put it in perspective, I guess sometimes. Yeah, I think uh, 2020 is always going to kind of be in parentheses in our mm-hmm. mind, isn't it? it we'll, we'll probably skip over it more than we, in our minds as we yeah. remember things, more than we realize. Yeah, as time goes by and we're further away from it, I'm sure too, it'll just be yeah. like sort of a, a gray area yep. <laughs> for a lot of us. Yeah, yeah, and we started this podcast in the midst of the pandemic mm-hmm. because we wanted to focus on light and joy at a time where it didn't really feel like there was a lot of that. And yeah. uh, boy, this podcast, I know for me, was a highlight of the week in that way. Just a great way to celebrate the good things going on in life. Yeah, I agree. And I actually ran into um, Jill uh, Cockrum at the coffee shop earlier today. She Jill was, from a few episodes ago? Yes, Jill okay. from a few episodes ago. <laughs> um, she is the be-all, end-all with the farmer's market and many other things. But she she took took a minute to um, say how much she enjoyed being here and how laid back it was and how she wasn't nervous and how much she enjoyed it. And and I think that's a really nice compliment because, gosh, we're just sort of flying by the seats of our pants around here sometimes. And I think that's kind of one of the reasons why I enjoy it so much. It's not super planned out. There's no yeah, sorry to I disappoint mean, you, d- listeners. Disclosure here. <laughs> I mean, sometimes it's more planned than other t- other times, but um, it's just a good time to to talk and chat mm-hmm. and things um, think about things that are happening in our community or things that are on our minds that particular day. And um, so I enjoy that, and and it has provided sort of just a little quiet space in the year that wasn't, yep. in a way, if you call it that. Mm-hmm. And I hope it's been that for for our listeners as well. Yeah, and we're thankful to all of you that have been listening and mm-hmm. uh, love hearing the stories of um, what you get out of the podcasts and what excites you about them. So thanks for being with us on this journey for the last year. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, so today um, we're going to talk about kind of what we do a little bit in, in our community. That's right. Um, we've had four guests on now, mm-hmm. I think, and that's been so fun to do the series about... Um, um, Sparta Spotlight. And, and But today we thought, especially since it's been a year, let's talk about kind of the things that we're involved in around here because there's some really exciting things happening and being um, 
introduced new things coming in. So um, tell me a, a few things about kind of maybe the background of how you kind of ended up in Sparta and what you do here from day to day. Yeah, let's. I think it's good to for both both of us to talk about mm-hmm. how we ended up here. I, I know, Ren, you and I have talked before about how there's just something special about Sparta and that everyone has a story of how they got here. Mm-hmm. And it's always an interesting story. Yeah. Um, yeah. And for us, you know, we were living in Charlotte for, we lived there for three years and, uh, you know, it was a great place. First big city, first thing, place Kyle and I moved to after graduating from college. Mm-hmm. And it was a great place to live when we were younger. But as we were having kids, um, we started dreaming about the mountains and, a slower pace of life and mm-hmm. a more simple uh, town to to be a part of and raise our family in. And I had a friend who lived here in Sparta part-time and in Charlotte part-time. Mm-hmm. Uh, and through that connection, we ended up getting a job and moving up here. Didn't know if we were going to be here for a year or for 10 years. Mm-hmm. And as it turns out, we're on year 10. Wow. Uh, so yeah, that's how we got here. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, um, you, you, so you and I met 10 years ago because we were both, both working at the same place and that's Mm -hmm. how we got to know each other. And John and I moved here with our family 17 years ago this month. And we lived in Raleigh, another big city, um, the capital city, which is a great place to visit and, yeah, for same a while, for Charlotte. it was a good place to live, but it, it just, it was getting too busy. And some things in our lives happened that pointed us in another direction. And we, um, that's another long story, but we were sitting on the couch one night in May of 2004, just trying to wrap our heads around what to do next. And it was, it was a really difficult time in our, in our family, um, and I can just remember clearly just saying, well, I think we just need to drop everything, move to the mountains. And my husband, if you know him, he's very like black and white. It's either this way or that way. Mm-hmm. And I'm the abstract one in the family. Uh-huh. So we're kind of balance each other out pretty well. Um, and rather than saying, well, that's a crazy thing to say, he just kind of went, hmm, I wonder about that. You know, six weeks later, here we were no friends, no jobs, no, like, what a crazy thing to do. And we've been here 17 years, and it was the best decision we could have possibly made for our family, and no regrets at all. So it was a good thing. And living in this little community, I feel so connected to my neighbors, to, you know, people at the grocery store, and people that I work with from day to day, people I go to church with, it's just a really special thing to be able, and just to drive through town and you know three or four people that drive by in the other direction. That's right. That's just so different from the way that it was before when you're in a big city. And um, I heard someone talking on a podcast the other day who lives in a really small town outside of Austin, Texas, and she was mentioning how it used to be when they lived in the city, you could go to Target a mile away and not know a single person there. Mm-hmm. But now that she's in this really small town, she's like, I know everybody in my neighborhood and everybody at the grocery store. And like, yeah, that's really a gift. Most of the time. (laughs) Most of the time. That's a fair qualifier. But yeah, uh, I remember when my daughter was two or three years old and we'd lived here for a little bit. Mm -hmm. She said, everyone here is our friend. 
And that's how it feels, uh, especially compared to, you know, she just barely had a memory of her previous life at that point in Charlotte. And, um, and yeah, everyone here is our friend and we feel that, uh, I remember, especially in those earlier years, mm-hmm. as we were getting to know people and noticing those times where someone would put some produce from their garden in the front seat of your mm-hmm. car, because your car is always unlocked in Sparta and everyone right. knows your car, or yeah. the toys for my daughter that someone put in our garage that they thought she would like, and mm-hmm. just all of those little things yeah. um, that happen when you live in a tight-knit community. Yeah. I'm thinking about when we very first moved here, and... It was, John was even still going back and forth, bringing furniture and Mm -hmm. and things from Raleigh. So the kids and I were here on our own to a degree, not all the time, but, and they were almost 10, eight and three at the time. And we had gone to the post office, pulled into the post office, went in, did whatever we were going to do in there and came back out and the car wouldn't start. The battery was dead. And I just remember thinking, okay, we're just going to sit here and wait. Someone is going to come and help us. And within five minutes, you got a problem with your car, ma'am, da 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 And 10 minutes later, we were on our way home. Like, if that had happened to me in the big city, quote yeah. unquote, big yeah. city, I think I would have been a lot more concerned, especially having the kids with me and not knowing anyone. It was just like, wow, I think this is going to be okay. Yeah. That's yeah. a beautiful story. Yeah. 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 So... um yeah, it's um it's a really special place and um we've got the mountains and we have river and cows and just so many good things. And, yes. Uh, so we've been we've been bringing people on the show to talk about what they're mm-hmm. doing to bring goodness into Sparta. What do you do here in Sparta, Ren? So, um I was a teacher for a while when we first moved. Actually, I first when we first moved here, I went back to school for two years, That's which right. is a whole yeah. other long yeah. story. I never saw that coming. None of us did. Um, then I worked for the school system for a few years and worked as a teacher in another um, another school for a time when you and I worked together, mm-hmm. and then went back to the school system and have been there the last five years. And also, we started a, a little. Uh, mission called Grace Kitchen about four years ago that has really um, been a huge light in my life. I look forward to Wednesdays so much because I feel like that that's where I feel like I come alive and love just being with people and our volunteers are amazing and the the folks that come and um, get dinners from us to go are, are always so happy and it's just neighbors and community together sharing a meal. Yeah. In a weird way, the last year or so, for the right. first three years we met in person, and and that was kind of the goal to build community through sharing a meal. Um, but you know, the last year, the drive up format that we've been doing, we've still been able to build some some good relationships, and lots of folks are coming because week to week, especially during the the harder points in the pandemic, it was a place that you could come and see a friendly face once a week and get out of your house and. Yep. Um, that was not something that we took lightly because it was a really big deal for a lot of people, especially right. if you lived alone that's or, right. yeah. And um, so that's been great. And, you know, I'm, I have a blog that I write called Crooked Zen at word, crookedzen.wordpress.com. Anyway, it's a right. WordPress. Mm-hmm. You, you can figure it out. Um, and, yeah, doing some writing and 
those kinds of things. So you do anything special this weekend, Ren? Um, well, <laughs> so this weekend I am going to be, um, delivering the sermon at Sparta United That's Methodist right. Church yeah. at nine o'clock and 11 o'clock. So any of you out there who like to pray, if you would include <laughs> me in that, I'd appreciate it. And I, I was telling somebody else earlier today, I am more excited than I am nervous. That's it's good. about a 60-40 yeah. split right now. That's so really that's, good. that's pretty good. Yeah. That's a really good place to be. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be okay. Yeah. yeah it's going to be. Okay. How about you? What do you have going on here in this little community? Well, goodness. This has been, you know, for us, this has been a season of building, mm -hmm. being able to participate in building new things. Yeah. Um, I think that's really been the theme of our time here. And, uh, you know, us, six years ago at this point, we started the fusion program. Oh, wow. Um, when I started working at Sparta United Methodist Church as a staff person, mm -hmm. um, which was kind of a creative and new innovative uh, place for teens to build community and have a safe space and to learn and grow and connect with mentors and talk about some of the most important things in life. And mm -hmm. that grew into an after-school program for high schoolers and into the Innovation Academy and just so many great opportunities to help connect teens to community. Um, yeah. And that has been such a blessing over the years. And uh, 2018, I became like an official real pastor and yeah. so uh, cool. we're able to start the Hope Fellowship Church, which mm -hmm. um, is all about helping people who felt disconnected from conventional forms of church um, back into faith community. So yeah. we do a lot of creative things with discussion in our worship mm -hmm. services and uh, of course, uh, creative ways to serve our community. And it's a place where everyone truly can feel connected and like they can contribute to the conversation and we can grow together. So what a yeah. fun adventure that has been. Oh, it's, it truly is a family. Mm -hmm. That's the way that I think of it. Um, yeah. Hope Fellowship has been a really a gift for me. And I feel like sincerely for many people that like you said, are not, don't find a good fit in other church um, models, maybe? I don't yeah. know if that's a word. Yeah, and it, oh. you know, not to say there's anything wrong sure. with those, It's uh, but church just isn't one size fits all. That's and exactly there's, right. And um, uh, there, there are multiple ways for us to connect with God and connect with each other. Yeah. So we like to explore some of those more creative ways. Yeah. Could you, could you give us a brief synopsis of what the Innovation Academy is like? Oh, sure. I think it's so, so cool. Yeah, the Innovation Academy started last year, and we're going to be starting that back up again this year. But mm -hmm. it is, uh, we started with a pilot program with eight students teaching career skills, um, it, specifically with careers that can be done from a computer. Uh, we have great internet here in Allegheny County, uh, but you can't always see the job opportunities that exist right. um, that are just kind of floating out there on the internet. And it's hard to imagine yourself doing something you can't see. Right. Um, so we introduced a lot of students to things uh, like web design and digital marketing, um, coding. Mm -hmm. And um, along with that, we did a life leadership curriculum that taught a lot of just basic career skills and family skills and communication um, tools and uh, tools for spiritual growth, just kind of a holistic curriculum of life um, yeah. to lead, lead yourself in life. So that was a really fun opportunity. And we're looking at ways to grow that and explore that this year. You know, when you live in a community where we're so rural and we're, we're actually pretty far from lots of things, like the closest target is an hour and 10 minutes away, which is fine. Which is No fine. complaints. Yeah. But I think it means that the opportunities uh, for our kids that 
may not go off the mountain typically very often or may not have um, dreams of going to a college in another state. The opportunity that you're providing by showing them these things that they they can do mm-hmm. is something that we um, they might not have otherwise had an, um, had access to. And I think that's just giving people so much more room to dream. Yeah. And isn't that a wonderful and thing? That's, yes. Golly, that's yeah. terrific. Um, yeah. And so this is good. We are, we are, um, we are involved and, and, um, live in our lives. I was also another podcast I was listening to talking about, um, truly, truly living in community with each other as in we all look out for and care for each other all the time. Now that's, you know, that, that doesn't happen all, all the time around here. But um, I think that one of the reasons I love being here so much is that I know that there are any number of people that I could call on if I needed something yes. or if I got in a pickle, Yeah, that's right. <laughs> you know, um, or as they say here, if I got covered up and really busy and I couldn't pick covered up. Covered up in work. So-and-so, yeah, <laughs> so-and-so from dance practice or, mm-hmm. you know, somebody's at home sick, can you run to the store and get this for me? You feel like you can actually be that person to someone and ask someone to be that person for yeah. you. And, and that's it's a wonderful thing. Yeah, it's truly wonderful. So. And you, uh, kind of going along with that, we've been doing the Sparta Spotlight series, and it's been mm-hmm. so easy because in a small community, there's so many ways for people to use their giftedness and their talents mm-hmm. and really just plug into community life. I've said before, very few people get to be specialists here. We all wear a lot of hats. Yes. And we all... Um, we all live life together and we're all doing a lot of things. <laughs> and um, that's that's just kind of how a small town works. It's like that's a right. family. And we help each other and we use our creativity and our skills best we can. Yeah. And uh, yeah, that's how we get through the day. That's how we do. That's awesome. Um, so what is something that is saving your life this week? Oh, um, so we got Kyla my wife, a mm-hmm. bird feeder for Mother's Day. Mm-hmm. Um, but I just sit in the, at the <laughs> kitchen table and just look at that thing all the time. Uh-huh. And I just love, it's just brought so many birds to mm-hmm. our yard and you cool. just hear bird songs all the time. And yeah. um, so that has been wonderful. And I'm kind of going through this ongoing project of pressure washing and restaining our deck, which is just uh as far as chores go, just relaxing, yeah. decompressing. It's a to music. nice road activity. Yes. You I see love immediate those. results. Yep. Yeah, it's wonderful. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. How about you? Um, gosh, I was just thinking earlier today. I sat out in my front yard just looking at cows and mountains and I read a whole book. It wasn't a long book, but wow. it was called um, Dostoevsky. Is that you read? A whole, yep, yeah. that's, that's the one. <laughs> I did. I read that twelve hundred page book. I read a book called "Wouldn't Take Nothing for My Journey Now." I think is the name of it. It's a Maya Angelou book, mm. and it was just little short snippets of her advice about this thing or that thing in life. And I just found myself not being able to put it down and. Two hours later, I'm just sitting in my yard going, wow, I had the time to do this. Yeah, I've enjoyed nice. this, and 
it is such a gift <laughs> to be able to to do that and not feel like what am I not accomplishing mm. because I'm sitting here reading this book. So that's a gift. Yeah, it is to be able to let your let yourself off the hook. Not quite where we're at uh, in our <laughs> season of life right now, but I look forward to that someday. <laughs> yeah, that's, yeah, it's good. Um, so do you have a quote and or song I do. today? Yeah, so uh, do the quote first. Okay. Um, it's from a prayer book that we have here at the church by Justin McRoberts and Scott Erickson, and it's just like these one-sentence prayers. There's mm-hmm. 40 of them. Um, boy, this one I think about all the time. <laughs> May love be stronger in me than the fear that comes from caring. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. That's, yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a real one. That's I. I, that's, I can relate to that. Mm-hmm. I'm sure we all can. I'm sure, we all can. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's a that's a prayer I go to often. Uh-huh. Uh huh. And then my song is called "Whoa Man." Uh, <laughs> Whoa Man. Uh, by the band's name is Dayglow. And I just Day I love okay. the vibe of that song. It's great. Uh, well, um, my song and my quote are the same thing. Okay. So I love James Taylor. I think most people could can say that. But um I heard a different James Taylor song on the way over here, but it reminded me of one of my favorites. It's more obscure, I think, than some of his others. It's called Shower the People. And um, so that's the song, but the line in it that I think kind of relates to us, what we're talking about community wise is that um, you can play the game, you can act out the part, but you know, it wasn't written for you. Um, How can you stand there with your foolish heart, afraid of playing the fool? One thing can lead to another. It doesn't take any sacrifice. Father and mother, sister and brother, if it feels right, don't think twice. Just shower the people you love with love. That's beautiful. I love that. I love that. And um, in honor of our little county and Sparta, and um, we're just so glad to be here and happy that you're with us today, wherever you are, and we wish you well. Go in grace and peace. We'll see you next week.